welcome back to the Mindful Student Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing how to stay motivated and achieve fitness goals. So Shannon's going to be asking me some questions about my own fitness journey and how I trained for two half marathons from no running experience at all. We're also going to be discussing some barriers within exercise and how to overcome them, both mental and physical. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. Yes, I'm so excited for today's episode. So do you want to start with describing your experience with your half marathon, Emma? So at school, I'd say I was never the sporty kid. I occasionally played hockey, but sort of not really. And then it was last May that I decided to sign up for a half marathon, which is a bit random, but I was inspired by my brother who amazingly ran a full marathon in Paris. And so I was like, oh, I can do that too. So I started off with a half. And so that was in May. And then I trained for five months. And in October, I did the Amsterdam half marathon and I did it for charity. I did it for Shout, which is an amazing mental health charity. Um, so side note, if you don't know about Shout, then I would definitely have a look at their work. And yeah, I ended up raising over a thousand pounds, which I was really, really happy with. And I completed the half and I have literally just finished my or done my second half marathon, which was last week. And yeah, so I think I have well and truly caught the running bug. So that's like a little little overview of my fitness at the moment. Wow, thank you so much for sharing that. I genuinely think that your story just shows to anybody listening that it doesn't matter when you start. What matters is that you do start. So thank you for sharing that. What would you describe as some of the benefits, both physically and mentally, of training for a half marathon? Okay, so I'll start with the physical benefits. So when I was training a lot, I was running, I think, probably two or three times a week. So obviously, you get stronger, you get fitter, because you're just moving and running a lot more than you would normally if, you like, like me, you're a beginner. And you can really notice those differences actually in your body. You know, you do feel stronger and you do feel fitter. So I think that's a really um, nice benefit of running. And I'd say mentally, I would just say that I developed so much perseverance. So there were definitely those runs where I was like, I just can't run any further or I'm never going to be able to run 21 kilometers if I can't run five and you somehow just push through those thoughts. So I'd say, yeah, mentally, I've just learned this, it's like mental endurance that I can do it and I can just keep pushing through. And the other thing is, I think you learn to be proud of your achievements. So like I said, I just never really run before. And I, you know, when you get across that finish line and you realize that you've done it, you just feel this immense sense of pride and actually the run that I did last week I felt elated for for days it didn't really go away it was just amazing feeling I just had such a high and 
I think as humans, we don't really feel pride that much. We don't really celebrate ourselves enough. And I think it's just the culture that we we live in. And so I think we should embrace the feeling of pride and we should feel more proud of ourselves when we do achieve something that is a challenge and something that is hard and we didn't think we could do it. Definitely, I love that. I just think that celebrating your wins in running or in life is just so important for maintaining motivation and recognising your progress, no matter how small, every step forward is a step towards something bigger and a better version of yourself. So what would you say are some basic steps someone could take if they wanted to start training for a half marathon for the first time? Yeah, so I'd say if you're a beginner, I would definitely look at training plans online and they literally run you through what sort of runs you should be doing and the cross training that you should be doing like the strength training as well as the rest days and the rest days are literally just as important as the running days so make sure you have those rest days and if you follow a plan it helps you keep yourself accountable so you know that on Monday you need to do this distance and what I would say though if you're following a training plan is like be kind to yourself and be flexible so if you wake up and you're really ill or I don't know, you're just really not feeling great, then you should have some flexibility in moving those days around so that you're not going to injure yourself if you go on that run. So I'd also say it's really important to work out your goals. So for my first half marathon, I was doing it for charity. I just needed to get over that finish line. I didn't really care how I got over it. But with my most recent run, I wanted to try and get a personal best because for me it was all about you know I am a lot fitter now and I know that I can do it so it was just about sort of trying to beat my last record and then I guess also practical tips so I'm not going to go into it because a lot of people do say this but get the right trainers and use something to track your runs whether that's an app like Strava or Nike running or I use my watch, so I've got a Garmin or like Apple Watch or those sport watches. They're really good for just monitoring your progress. One thing I would say about that though is don't get caught up on these apps because there's a lot of comparison out there and you might see someone that's running a minute faster than you per kilometre and you might think, oh, they're so much better than me, I'm never going to be able to cross the finish line. And it's not about that, It everyone's different. Everyone's on their own fitness journey or running journey. So really try not, I I mean, I'm such a sucker for it. I do it all the time. Just try not to compare yourself to other people. People say that you should be running really slowly when you train. And also actually someone once told me when you see someone running in the street, you don't know what kind of run they're on. They could have just run 25 kilometers or like an ultra marathon and you would have no idea what stage of the run they're on when you see them on the pavement. I really like that because then I sort of think, yeah, like I could have just run a marathon and no one would know. So yeah, maybe that would help someone who kind of wants to get into running. Just start slow. Don't care about anyone else and just don't give up. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's such an important point because I remember when I started street running, at first I was very self-conscious and was even having thoughts on my run like what are people thinking about me 
I hope I don't see somebody I know. And then I had to take a moment and take a step back. And most of the time when I see someone running running in the street, I think good for them. They're making themselves healthier or I just don't care. So just run like nobody's watching, guys. Literally just getting out of the door. And even if you run around the block or you run to, I don't know, your shop or whatever, just taking that step is better than nothing. That's also another thing I would say is don't be too hard on yourself. If you were meant to do 5k and you ended up doing two, then that's better than nothing. I think that being kind and compassionate to yourself is so important in your exercise and fitness journey. For a few years, I had quite a toxic fitness mindset. I had that all or nothing mentality where I expected myself to go to the gym almost every day and do about an hour but having this all or nothing mindset almost sets you up for failure because life is unpredictable and expecting perfection is just not fun so instead just celebrate the small victories and the small wins and remember the consistency over time in exercise or anything in life is what truly matters yeah and I also think that ties in really nicely with this idea of like everyone does have different goals some people will have a set time in mind where some people literally just want to get over the finish line because it's it is a massive achievement and it's a different achievement to everyone so yeah I really like what you just said absolutely and I think that process of actually setting yourself a goal or a challenge and then taking small steps to achieve it when you do achieve it it's going to be so much more meaningful and feel so much more amazing than just spontaneously yeah and also I just wanted to say that because Shannon and I were talking before this episode and Shannon would you mind just sharing your experience because I know that you're being humble and yeah you haven't said that you've also run a half marathon so I'd love to hear your take on it Yeah, so my story of doing a half marathon is a little bit different to yours because I did mine without any proper training. But to give it a little bit of context, I had done the free peak challenge a few months prior. So I was in the habit of going to the gym a few times a week to do like a 30 minute hit run, but nothing in comparison to long distance running. So as a family, we were planned to do a family mile. On the day we showed up, I found out that they were doing a half marathon at the same time as this family mile. As a joke, I said to a family member, wouldn't it be funny if I did the half marathon today? And then I went to get a free massage because they were giving out free massages and why not? When I came back from the massage, the family member ran up to me and said, Shannon, I've just spoken to the event organiser. There was a lot of resistance at first, but I managed to persuade them and I've got you in to the half marathon. It starts in a few minutes. Get yourself over to the start line. My siblings were there and they were all like looking at me like, is she gonna do this, is she not? And in that moment, I was like, I'm gonna do this. So. 
I ran over to the start line, I pushed myself to the front and in that moment I was standing next to six foot five athletes and before I knew it I was running and I immediately dropped to mid pace because I was not prepared to run a half marathon let alone stay at the front with athletes. So I managed to keep a mid pace throughout but around halfway I really noticed my feet to thump against the ground and this because this was because I was wearing plinsoles so I wasn't even wearing proper trainers and like we were discussing that toxic fitness mindset of all or nothing because I had started the marathon I was going to finish it so I continued to run despite the pain in my feet I was in the mindset of no pain no gain but that did mean that when I crossed the finish line the first thing I did was I collapsed to the floor and I'm really sorry if anybody's screamish but I immediately took my trainers off and my feet were a mess so yes I did complete a half marathon but it did mean that for a few months I couldn't run But during that time, I did then turn to swimming, which led to me becoming a lifeguard. So everything does happen for a reason, but it is so important to have the right trainers and actually train to do a half marathon. Honestly, I wish that this podcast had um, like a video. (laughs) If you could see me now when you were telling that story, I just had my hand over my mouth like... Oh my goodness, I actually don't know how you did that. So, I mean, well done for getting round. Because if you think how long I had to train, like, you know, months, and you managed to do that, I think that is amazing. And actually, uh, one thing I did want to ask was, what was going through your head when you were on that run, on that race, in that race? That must have been mentally just so tough. So do you have any tips of what was going around in your head? So the incredible thing about doing a marathon is that the crowd keep you going. I think because I hadn't planned to run that day, well not to that extent, I had a massive sense of adrenaline which forced me to stay very present because everything was completely new and just seeing so many people smiling and throwing bananas and sweets at me, it was incredible. So I think that my mind just pushed me through it because the atmosphere was so incredible that day. I love that. And what I really love about race day as well is like you said, there are so many people watching you and this is a tip that if you are going to do a race whether that's like a 5k 10k half full marathon whatever is try if you can to get someone to come and support you because it literally makes such a big difference when you see them and we had also these little kids came out onto the road and they held these signs up and they were like touch this for a power up or touch this for speed and I always did it because I was like oh that's so sweet that they've come out to support And also it gave me a little boost. I was like, yes, it's working. So yeah, I think support is, it's kind of underrated. I think it's a really good thing, but also, you know, it's amazing how much perseverance you had from yourself and 
you really wanted to just keep going and you were so determined because I think a lot of it is is determination that has to come from you it has to be an internal motivation yeah I think that I built my determination and ability to be quite motivated through my training for the Free Peaks Challenge. I was used to going to the gym and putting myself out of my comfort zone, maybe running a little bit longer or on a steep incline. But the amazing thing about doing this is that it actually reshapes your brain to enjoy and seek challenge in other areas of your life. So this meant for my studying, I could study a little bit longer or I would seek challenge in other areas of my life. And I didn't see it as difficult. I saw it as fun and exciting because of the endorphins I had experienced through challenging myself in the gym. Yeah, definitely. You kind of, within your training, you're learning how to run a certain distance and whatever, but you're also teaching yourself that mental strength, which is, I think, just as important, if not more important on the day, you have to get around it. And I also just wanted to say on this topic that my good friend T, who I'm hoping is listening to this, (laughs) once said to me that your mind gives up before your body. And actually, when I run, I remind myself, if I'm going up a hill or I'm really struggling, I remind myself that my mind is giving up before my body. And if you tell yourself that, you literally just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you just keep going because you know you can do it. It's just you're telling yourself you can't. And I would never, ever say to my friend, you can't do it, give up. So why am I talking to myself like that? And... Sometimes what I like to do is on a run, I will physically say out loud, I've got this, I can do this. And it's actually so motivating just to hear it. And I think maybe on race day, you kind of hear that from people that are cheering. But on those training runs, you've got to remember, if you're by yourself, you've got to motivate yourself. So yeah, be your own sort of supporter. Yes, I love that. Like being your own cheerleader. So what would you say are some common challenges or mental challenges that people face when training for a half marathon and how can they overcome them? Okay, so I'd say that the biggest physical challenge is probably injury. And I'm kind of speaking from my own experience as well. Like my first half marathon, I was injured. I had a calf injury and I wasn't um, allowed to run the sort of four weeks prior to race day and it was only on the Tuesday before the Sunday which was the race that I was given the all clear and so really just don't underestimate stretching um I know people say like oh I don't stretch I don't have time to warm up but like it's really important because yeah your muscles need to be warm and they need to be stretched out afterwards I'd also say also really think about your diet when you're running so you know don't compromise on the calories because you're going to be burning more calories and also carb loading which is my favorite thing about running I'm joking of course but carb loading as well like you need that um, extra store of energy before your big run and I guess another thing to think about which I think people don't really think about that much or I didn't really is really consider what time of year your race is so if you've signed up to a winter race then that means that you're going to be training in summer 
and it could be warm or um, could be you know really hard to train during those summer months and similarly if your race is in spring or summer you're going to be training through the winter and so it'd be cold you might want to consider running on a treadmill just little things like that to to consider which could be a challenge and then we've kind of touched on nicely like the mental challenges so yeah just don't underestimate the power of your mind um you know keep telling yourself that you can do it and you're going to have those days where it's mentally really hard but you just know that you can get through it I guess yeah I think that's a big one running can be a massive mental challenge especially during long distances or when you're pushing your physical limits just replacing those negative thoughts with positive affirmations as well when your mind says I can't do this counter it with I'm strong I can keep going finally what's one piece of advice you'd give to someone who's considering running their first half marathon okay so I'm going to try and avoid being as cliche as possible but I would say trust the process so if you've done the hard work you've done the training you followed a plan and you know that you've done as much as you can before the race day then you'll be absolutely fine and maybe just think about how amazing you're going to feel when you cross that finish line like the race that i did um last week i cried at the finish line because i was just so proud and so happy of what i had achieved so yeah i just say put the hard work in and it will pay off i love that just connect with that energy of completing that amazing achievement and just visualize yourself crossing the finish line it's not just an achievement for your cv it's an achievement for your life so i'm wishing you health and happiness in your small step in self-development this week